This episode is sponsored by Field Notes. Field Notes brand USA made memo books and other products, including seasonal limited editions. Visit fieldnotesbrand.com or 400 North May in Chicago. This is Open Ended Podcast. I'm Cher Vincent. And I'm James T. Green. Hey, James. Hey, Cher. How are you? I'm all right. What's up? Nothing much. And we were back in the studio. Back in the studio. <laughs> Way back from doing a bunch of live shows and all that jazz. Yeah, like, that was that was weird. It was so weird. Yo, it was so weird. And being recorded, like, not just on audio, but people actually seeing my face and the words coming out of my mouth. Was, I, I, I still haven't watched the video, and I have no intention of ever watching it. <laughs> Well, we definitely thank you so much for all the great feedback that y'all have given. Yes, thank you guys so much. It's incredibly, incredibly helpful, including the fact that our new segment that we started there, Open Up, we're actually going to make a regular segment here, Mm -hmm. of all things. Yeah, take my good advice. I I give really good advice. I never actually take my advice, but I make really good advice. So you should send us emails. Yeah, and you can do that at askfm slash openendedfm because we are so on brand. Yep. And and aside from the usuals, um, we would like to know what you think of the show. And you can do that at openended.fm slash contact, theopenendedpodcast at gmail.com, or just hit us up on Twitter at openendedfm. And aside from contacting us, what should they do with their money share? You should give it to us. <laughs> and Not all of it, but like a small portion, like yeah. a percentage, you know? Come on, you know, budget's recycled right here in the new year. You should definitely mm-hmm. like send us some scratch. And where can you do that? Reserve those funds to open-ended at openended.fm slash donate or at our Patreon site, patreon.com slash open-ended, where you can become a member starting at $1. And I mean, in this world, what can you get for a dollar? Yeah, aside from like a little coffee, what else can you do? Maybe some self-dignity. Some self-dignity. So reserve your self-dignity for us and give us a dollar instead. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because we're trying to get a Zoom H6 recorder so that way we can do more on-site interviews with people. Hopefully we can start traveling for yes. the podcast. That would be really rad. I want to see places on your dime. Yeah, and that thinks us behind a computer screen. I think that will be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so please help us out there. Please. So this week we have two special guests in the studio. We're really excited to have them here. And I also just want to say this is our first time we have guests that are not in our inner circle of friends. Yeah. So this is like Yeah, so like let's give like a big shout out to Justin and Matt. Of right. Backspace. Yeah. Thank How you. y'all doing? Doing great. How are you? Thanks for having us. Yeah, doing well. Thanks for having us. <laughs> <laughs> so as we ask every single person that has stepped foot in this studio, how are y'all and how do you feel your time? My name is Justin. Um, you know, Matt and I have known each other for a, a long time. Um, I don't know, 2008, we're building our application, uh, Backspace. What Backspace is, it's um, I'm gonna just give you in a nutshell the same little elevator pitch, ten second elevator pitch we give everybody. But Act like we yeah. have pockets full of like five million dollars. <laughs> I am, I am a VC. <laughs> Shit, you yeah, want? We are a VC right now. Oh, Lord, <laughs> I have fifteen well, seconds before my Uber is coming. <laughs> Tell me what you're thinking. Oh, start up, start up, start up. Let's go. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, no. So what Backspace is, it's a it's a gamified social network with all self-deleting content. 
right? So we've sort of been compared to a combination of Snapchat and Instagram with some with some game mechanics kind of thrown in there. It's a really cool thing. So the way that it works is anything you share in Backspace, whether it's a photo or a video or a thought, it's like a status update, we call it a thought, um, it deletes in 24 hours. We, we actually wipe it from our servers after 24 hours. And the way that we gamify it, which is pretty cool, so James, let's, let's say you post a video, right, of just me being a complete asshat, <laughs> like a complete clown, right? And then, you know, share likes and Matt likes it. Every time somebody likes something you post, it adds time to the lifespan of that post, so it could live longer depending on how popular it is. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. And then the other way that we gamify it is kind of like it, it ties together there. Um, so, again, if, somebody, if, you, if you post me being an asshat, like video of it, right, uh, Matt likes it, Cher likes it. Every time somebody likes it, not only does it add time to the lifespan of the post, but also makes you, the poster or the content creator, uh, more influential. So as you become more influential on Backspace, now you have the ability to add a larger amount of time to, to Cher's post than what a brand new user would add when I would like it. That okay. makes sense? I see. So you have more influence on how long content comes or stays around when you like it versus like a brand new user. Mm-hmm. If I just joined today or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do a lot of the design work. Most of what I do is business related. So I do a lot of like marketing operations management, investor relations and, you know, scheduling meetings, outreach, a lot of stuff like that. Uh, Matt's the tech guy, so he's way, way smarter than me. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, I mean, just, that's what I do. I mean, I can. I mean, yeah, it's pretty much the same over here. As he said, I'm the tech guy. So I spend most of my time actually writing the code. Um, <laughs> I focus mostly on the server stuff because we have a developer down in Austin. Uh, and I'm an Android developer, but I'm teaching myself Swift so that I can uh, help speed along the process of Backspace. I promise we won't shade you completely. <laughs> so, so Android there's, poke there's in There's a lot of Apple products in here. <laughs> right, you're like, <laughs> yeah, it's like dominated by Apple products. Yeah. Like, <laughs> shit. Ew, what's that? Yeah. Like, like what is that? Is, is that a Android? Windows? Hey, I mean, hey. we're, we're not going to talk about green bubbles here, but I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right, you fuck up, you fuck up my emoji game, okay? A little bit. <laughs> People can't see my awesome emojis. Right. So uh, you said like y'all have known each other for like ever. So I'm just curious, like, how did y'all meet? Yeah. Um. So 2008, summer of 2008, right out of high school, we went to different high schools, but we were lived in the same general-ish area. Um. He lives in Oak Park. Uh. About. 15 miles. Oh, I'm 15 familiar. Years. I'm a suburb yeah. kid too. So. Right, right. Uh, where, where is that? I am I'm from. <laughs> I am born and raised in Joliet. Oh, dope. Yeah, oh, my brother lives go. in Lockport. So oh, yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so Matt's from Oak Park. I live in Maywood, um, like right next to each other. I, I went to a small private high school, and one of my brothers went, and Matt went to uh, one of the public schools in Oak Park. And right out of high school, we uh, had a summer job between high school and college, and uh, it was a sales job. So he worked for uh, Vector Marketing, Cuggle Cutlery, sold kitchen knives. Are you familiar mm. with that? Nope, not yeah. at all. I know what a knife is. Yeah. It, <laughs> you know what? That's that's something. That's something. Right. We'll have to... Uh, no, I'm not working knife. <laughs> that's boring. Oh. Um, somewhere around there. So, but yeah, we started together. We've been... Uh, you know, we started with sales, and then we got promoted. We did, you know, some management stuff, too, in the, in the following summers, and he did some traveling, and then I... Did more boring knife sales stuff, and then yeah. finally I did a little traveling. And but yeah, we know each other, kept in touch over the years. Um, he took it a little different route than I did in college. I did one with the more business route. He went the more computer science route. 
hence where we're doing now. Mm-hmm. We sold a lot of knives and then <laughs> nice. It doesn't sound it's, weird it's though. Pretty much, like, yeah. <laughs> pretty much how we met though. It's, yeah, what you guys we do? You graduated. Sold we sold knives together. We, yeah. Remember, handle first, we, guys. Handle first. We walked yeah. out of high school. And, <laughs> Yes, graduated high school, got a business card. Hey, call us. We got a job. So we ended up in the same training class. And now we're. I mean, I literally know who to count on. Eight years later. If I need to know like knife technique, like all day. We got you. We got you. Yeah, I know. I have like a I have like a black and Decker like knife sharpener at home. Uh, It's pretty dope. (laughs) I mean, I'm down for starting like a side podcast just about knives. Knives. I'm sure we know enough. Yeah. Um, your previous projects, did they end up like kind of floating around that idea originally? Like something that was like uh, kind of like Backspace now, but like, you know. No. No, no. not at all? <laughs> Everything was not even, not even close. Yeah. So how um, did, so where did the um, idea of Backspace um, come yeah. from? Yeah. The so, of it? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's funny because, so I graduated college in 2012 and um, we didn't actually start doing anything with the idea until, you know, 2014 early 2014 mm-hmm. so there's like a little gap of time but um you know the the reason we came up with the idea was like i first sort of experienced like when i was graduating college right so obviously you know when you graduate college next step is go get a job right that's what mommy and daddy tell you to do mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. got it mm-hmm. so before you do that it's like oh shit well people are you know missing out on job opportunities because of things they shared online um whether they're drinking at a party or you know doing anything even if it's not bad it should be taken out of context but it hurts your chances of getting a job some like shit okay well um i gotta clean up my my, my facebook page for the last six years of things that i've posted mm-hmm. okay shit all right cool we'll sit down like a and spend like a whole day trying to do that like i'm not kidding like 8 a.m on a saturday to like 8 p.m just trying to delete and hide things and didn't make a dent in it. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. I'm not gonna. This is. There's no way. There's no way I can get all this content off. So I said, why is there not a social network that just deletes everything by default, right? And like a full network. So um, that's where the idea originally came from. And then you know, so when I worked at Career Builder, you know, to Matt's point earlier, um, you know, I worked with a lot of recruiters and I worked with a lot of you know HR people or headhunters and, and folks like that who are you know I'm helping them find people to fill their positions, right? And uh, they're saying, well, no, we we looked at the Facebook and they had a beer in their hand. It's like, really, dude. You mean to tell me you never had a beer in your hand? <laughs> really? You're not really? <laughs> you know, oh, I, wow. I can't tell you how many people. And there's actually, I just read a study like on the like earlier today um, from Career Career Builder. It's like 46 percent of people have posted, you know, a video of them or a photo of them holding a beer and missed out on an opportunity because of that, or didn't hire somebody because they were holding a Coors Light. Mm. Right? It's like, come on, you you mean to tell me you didn't go to Thirsty Thursdays once in your life? <laughs> come on. So. You know, we just got tired of it. It's like, why can't I just be myself, you know, in a community of everyone else or of of other people who want to be themselves too? And, you know, chances are you'd be more likely to be yourself when you know that content's not going to stay around forever outside of somebody like taking a screenshot or something. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you're going to behave, you're going to behave more naturally on on a platform where you just know it's going to be kind of sort of wiped from the history of that. Right. And that's valid and actually makes a lot of sense, especially with a lot of things in regards to privacy and a lot of other Mm -hmm. social networks that are really trying to put that towards the forefront. Yeah, It's like, uh, I'm not so sure if keeping all this information is best for the people using it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, totally. I mean, there's, I mean, obviously Snapchat, there's, there's 
Um, people see a ton of value in that, even though they don't delete things. It doesn't even truly disappear anymore because they keep that content. They use it for you know for marketing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they actually changed the terms of service about two months ago, um, saying that. We actually, hey, you thought it disappears, but here's it's changing now. Just so you know, we right. keep it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not only does it not disappear, but it stays on our servers. We kind of <laughs> keep it, yeah, about that. Oh, shit, I still look into, like, what I've been posting, and Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, like, yeah, NSA, guys, NSA. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, I true. mean, and then, you know, Facebook's obviously dabble with it, too. They, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Facebook poke back in 2011. Whoa, throwback. Poke, yeah. I forgot they did that shit. Yeah. Well, not the actual poke button where you like used to poke people. Yeah, yeah. that was weird when some rando would poke. It's like, yeah, it's like, dude, I don't want Randall's poking. Me. I remember That's I got really into like a poke battle. It sounds so dumb. I got into like a poke <laughs> battle with somebody like for like in, like a couple months. I was just like, why am I Pokes doing? It? And then why I realized am I that still was poking. Now? Yeah, and I realized like pretty much that I'm was not poking you. <laughs> I realized that was pretty much like in two thousand the two thousand eight yo. Honestly, yeah. it was just like, oh, it, it totally was actually about it. yeah. Oh, all day. I never uh, even thought about yeah, that. So. But, but they, they came out with a separate app that said um, yeah. it was called Poke. Right. And right. It, was, it was it was literally a copy of Snapchat, except Facebook made it. It was branded with Facebook. And then, you know, so they put that in the app store and then it did well for like three days and it failed. Right. You know, so then Snapchat kind of skyrocketed in mm-hmm. the you know, app store mm-hmm. ranking at that point. Then, mm-hmm. So they took it out. They came up with another app called Slingshot. Same idea where, yep. you know, content disappears. And there's a third one called Riff. It's I riff. I think it's riff. Yeah. R-I-F-F. But so I mean, yeah. There's totally, there's totally value. People see value, especially younger folks too. You see value of just being, being able to like express yourself, mm-hmm. and 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 not have to worry about you know granny and grandpa seeing what you post on you know whatever. Yeah, okay. having like you know your parents call you a lush because I saw you with a beard in your hand twice. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was, I even tagged myself in that. Someone did that. So yeah, exactly. Fuck that the, person. But. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, the truth of the matter is, some stuff when, that you post, you want it to last forever. Right. Yeah. And that's awesome. But there's other stuff. When you're having going out, having fun, kind of having, you know, out at night, you don't want that staying around forever. It's the way kind of you know walking the streets. Like, what are you yeah, talking about? I mean, it's, are lurking. I'm, I'm curious. <laughs> of, I'm curious of your background. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a developer. I'm a very tame person. Uh, uh, yeah, you are. That, that is yeah, a lie because off. I'm yeah. a developer right. as well. First lie. <laughs> First lie. <laughs> So I think what's really unique about y'all and the podcast is that um, your position here as far as like people that make stuff for the internet is a lot different than other guests we've had, right, Cher? Mm-hmm. So like we've had other people on that have, um, you know, businesses that are based in wellness or they're in event and yeah, excuse me, individual journalists or photographers or things of that nature. Y'all are building an entire business, mm-hmm. uh, tech-based mm-hmm. business. So, of course, like, you know, the big elephant in the room of everything happening in Silicon Valley, oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. all the money that's floating around, those type of things, the tropes, so on and so forth. One percent, I'll let you. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm curious, like, um, to like, go a little bit inside baseball of, like, how Backspace is going. Like, how do you find uh, things like funding to get something like this off the ground and continued? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's a great question. So, um, obviously... Man, that just made me think of so many different things. I mean, funding is is uh, it's it's interesting. In yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Chicago, let's talk about that. Chicago yeah. historically has been more of a B two B friendly um, city when it, when it comes to you know startups and companies and that type of thing. There's not a ton of B two C phase, you know, not a ton, not a ton of consumer facing companies. There are obviously there are consumer facing companies here. Just there's way more 
you know, you know, you know, B2B companies. Um, historically, you know, investors here, there are a lot of old, rich, white people that have money that are, intru- that are, you know, used to funding factories, used to funding, you know, you know, plants, used to, f- you know, things right. that... Midwestern companies. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, no, this, but that's this, what it this, is. This is. These are facts. I mean, this is just the way it is. So it's totally cool. I mean, it's a complete different mindset here than anywhere else in the country, I think. Um, Most notably, obviously, Silicon Valley. Yeah, in New York. And yeah. New York now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, New York. And I think Austin, too. Yeah, um, definitely yeah. Austin. Austin's is, picking up. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like randomly. I was like, oh. Random, yeah, ra- right? I was there like in September. I was like, there's a lot of like random tech bros walking around. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about, though. So it's like, you know, we are kind of like, you know, when it comes to funding, sometimes we feel like you're pushing a rock up a hill, but at the same time, fuck that. You know, it's yeah. like, um, just complete it, it the money the money's here the mindset is not necessarily here so it's a matter of having a good relationship with folks mm. and um you know the conversation started to become a little more real mm-hmm. um, right. so you know to kind of give you an idea of where we are now it's like we haven't started we haven't started our fundraising just you know until recently uh to a few weeks ago we, we've, we've been bootstrapping we've been paying it for the, you know trying to get as far as we can with our own money mm-hmm. um so we have an mvp bill you know minimum viable product and um, very basic. It works though, and it's it, it does what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, are have, you planning to keep continuing bootstrapping, or are you planning to take outside funding? Because I know that's yeah, a very Chicago thing to do. Oh yeah, to, like, yeah. The, to yeah. be like DIY. Very, yeah, very do it ourselves, like pride and right. grassroots. Yeah, doing yeah. your right. own money yeah. type thing. I mean, no, we uh, the plan is to definitely get some seed funding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're raising uh, about a half a mil. And uh, that'll that'll get us really far. That'll get <laughs> right. us. Um, I mean, that'll that'll gr- help us grow the company a ton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and going back to what Justin was saying, the the mindset's not quite here for that type of business, but the seed is planted, and you can see it. You know, happening. People are looking into companies similar to tech, or basically tech startups that don't have that revenue model yet. Um, and you can see that picking up in places like 1871 and a bunch of mm. the other incubators and accelerators. Right. So it is Chicago is on the upturn. It's just a question of when it's really gonna 100 percent that when all the investors are really gonna shift and take yeah. that full force. Yeah, I mean we find we find we have a lot better quality conversations with like angel investors versus VCs. I mean VCs they're gonna be a lot more institutional. They want to see things like. You know, you know, re- what's your revenue history? How metrics. Re- yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me exactly. the, like the metrics, and also like how how far have you, how much you've grown. You know, give me the dollars. Like, what's your month to month revenue? What's your burn rate? Give me all these things. Like, well, that's too early to be asking these questions because we don't have these numbers yet because they haven't happened yet. <laughs> I mean, we have been growing, but um, we don't really. Like we've been operating off our pockets, it's very lean. Like I can give you the burn rate of what we've been doing, but like once we get some cash in the door, we're going to spend some money and get some real development done. Like yeah, I got I can I can give you that burn rate, but still, it's just a prediction. Right. It might be different, and that's okay. Um, you know, you know, I mean, these angel investors are a lot more understanding of these things. I mean, they're more like I'm gonna have I'm gonna I'm gonna make a bet on you as a person, and you have a really cool idea that comes second, dope. Um, you know, they're la- less in this institutional for the most part. Yeah, they've invested yeah. in you, not just the business. 100%. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Justin identifies as black. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, how does that, have you ever seen that kind of change the conversations um, when you walk into the boardroom and you're like, hey, I've got this thing? And, you know, have you experienced any sort of like, you know good or bad either with like working with people in your own mm-hmm. community to like saying like hey i am an entrepreneur and like owning that title yeah yeah i mean it's 
Yeah, the, I mean, I, 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 I definitely can feel uh, sort of. Uh, I don't really, I don't know what to call it. It's sort of a, um, a like a like a like a little barrier at first until mm-hmm. we start having a real conversation. And like, I'm, I'm gonna, tell, I'm gonna show you that I really know my shit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you that, like, I'm, I, I'm gonna show, you, I'm gonna tell you my network. Here are the people, or who's my advisory board, or who's here's my team, here's my whatever. Just try, try to buy myself some credibility. Um, it's not always a bad thing, though. I mean, some people are very supportive of this thing, but I know you can tell when people notice. Oh, here's a black guy trying to do some things. Um, and you know, you see that some people kind of like are standoffish about it. I mean, I read this shit and some people are, you know, not standoffish about it, but like, okay, cool. I'm going to support you because of it. So for me, you know, it's a special thing. I mean, I don't really like to play the pity card because I don't really have anything to pity. It's about, um, here's a cool opportunity. People are, I think, I think the world, well, I not say the world, I think Chicago more specifically, um, because I know this market the most because I'm here. Um, they're starting to become a lot more progressive and a lot more supportive of these types of things. Um, you know, it's just, you know, there's a lot of eyes on you, though, at mm-hmm. times. So you have to be careful about what you say or careful what you do and really, really. Yeah. Really and that, and that, that, that kind of like spills over to almost every industry, yeah. I think. But oh, yeah. it's real. But it's really apparent in the tech community because it's so small in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, it's still like in its infancy in a lot of ways. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. yeah it just reminds me, um, I recently went to a Creative Mornings um, with uh, Neil Griffin, mm-hmm. um, who's very prominent. Like, you probably know him, obviously. Yeah, and he gave a talk about, uh, like, being black in tech and, like, the sort of things that you'll come across in the microaggressions, but then yeah. also, like, kind of twisting that into, like, being better. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And kind yeah. of, like, that fire of, like, yeah, well, I'm going to prove you wrong type yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, dude, man, now, yeah. you're, now you're in my territory, man. Yeah. I, that's my ego talking right there. Like, I love proving people wrong. Like, mm-hmm. tell me I can't do something. Just, just, I need somebody to tell me, just, Justin, you can't do that. Yep. And you I, need I, that kind and, of, and I, you need that kind of, you know, uh, vigor dude, and that kind of I, mentality to make I'll it. Say, let's I get fired up. up. I eat that up, man. Like, for me, here's an example. Here's an example. So, so Backspace, <laughs> it, we're in a very saturated, crowded market. There's social networks and social platforms popping up every day. Yeah. You know, and I said, well, the chances of you actually succeeding is very, very slim. It's like a 1% chance. Cool. I don't care. Like, what's your point? Like, does it mean, why, why am I not that 1%? Like, look at everyone else in the market. What are they doing? Nothing. Are they doing anything special? Are they doing anything unique? Oh, that's probably why they're that 99% of people who are, just, are, are of uh, social networking startups that are not really doing anything. Um, here we're solving a problem. We're on the trend of, we're, we're on the next step of a trend that we think, um, you know, a, a trend of social networking that people actually don't want their content living forever. Um, that's important. Like, those are things that factor into, you know, if you're solving a real problem, people are probably going to use what, you, what you're building. I mean, we launched it four months ago. We do no advertising, but we have like 750 users. Like, how is it growing to that number if people don't see value in what we're doing? I haven't done any advertising other than tweeting about it every now and then. Mm-hmm. Just tell me, tell me I can't do something, and I'm, I'm going to prove you wrong. Well, I yeah. feel like you kind of have to be in a way. You have like, to. Right, Sarah? Like, like, you have like, to exactly, be cause we've a had little narcissistic. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. totally. We've had totally. that same yeah. conversation oh, when starting this This thing. podcast, yeah. we're just like, yeah. I have to, like, talk. Yeah. yeah. And be you know the face of this you know right. basic business essentially and it's like oh mm. i have to talk about myself a lot yeah and you have to like yourself a lot to be able to talk about yourself so yeah. just being a business owner a, an entrepreneur you have to have that confidence yeah and you also have to make sure that people don't mistake it for arrogance right. so it's just oh, it's a man. lot of yeah. it's a lot of and, and we had a conversation i think we had a podcast episode about that a couple of weeks ago just about like the whole like Black people get the the word 
arrogance thrusted upon them as opposed yep. to confidence. It's like, yeah. but yep. uh, what? It's all a matter of interpretation. <laughs> yeah, you know? it's like, and, you it, and that's a microaggression in itself, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just being thrusted upon that kind of conversation. It's like, oh, that's not what I am, though. Yeah. I just know that what I'm doing is dope, and you should also know that. So, yeah. 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 I don't no, know. I can't. Yeah, I have that conversation. Even my own family. So, like, yeah. Yeah, I, and that's, it, I think, also, like, an interesting thing, too, just because, you know, family support yeah. It's a huge thing. People, oh God, pe- yeah, yeah. especially if you're not from a background like that. Like mm-hmm. my my dad, he has a background in radio, so he's full support of what's going on yeah. here. But my mom, she's like, oh well, my baby's doing something awesome, so I'll listen. But like, she's always just kind of like, I don't know what that is. Yeah. So it's just interesting <laughs> to like have that kind of just not you know support from you know outside people, just for, but in your inner circle. You know what? Mm-hmm. That's and that's one of the I think that's one of the hardest parts though for for me is like. You know, some of the folks in my family are like re- extremely supportive. Like my mom, she's not, at first she didn't understand it because she's, you know, her mentality was, you know, you go to college, you work for the next 50, 60 years and you exactly. retire and you die. Right. I mean, that's, I mean, she's just turned 71 and my, that's my mom, 71. That's like, oh, yeah. you know, she, and um, that's, that's her mentality. She's seen some things. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, this whole, school. yeah, then <laughs> the, the entrepreneur, but she also understands that like, I'm not meant to necessarily you know, work a nine to five, not nine, nine to five job. You know, Matt is neither. It's just our mindset is not built for that. Like we can do it, we'll do it really well, but really, will we really be happy doing that? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I don't think we will. I mean, you know, some other folks in my family, they're like, you know, they've. My mom tells me all the time, like, you know, when you're not around, Justin, they say some, you know, disrespectful stuff, and I'm like, cool, don't care. Oh, I mm-hmm. do care. It's like you, it, it motivates me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't piss me off. It motivates me. It's like mm-hmm. cool. I just cannot wait to prove you wrong. Like yeah. some other folks are like, "Well, backspace. What is this backspace stuff? It's like MySpace. No, it's, it's not. It's not. <laughs> like, it's oh, not my like space. MySpace. It's not cute though. Do you, have, do you ever yeah. have that stuff happen too, Matt? I was gonna say it's, it's like, the same. Th- that's exactly yeah. what it is. It's you when you branch off and you kind of do your own thing, like we're doing. We're running our own business. You guys are branching off. You're doing your own thing with this pod with this podcast you're going to find people that don't think you should do it. Yeah. I mean, that's plain and simple. I don't care who you are. You're going to find people who are going to say, no, you can't do it. No, you shouldn't do it. I don't like your lifestyle, whatever it is. Those are simply the people that you don't want to spend your time with. Preach. It's, I mean, it's honestly, for me, it's that simple. If you're going to tell me that I can't, well, first of all, to go along with Justin, I'm very competitive myself as well. If you're going to tell me I can't do something, I'm going to do it. Um, but at the same time, if you're constantly sitting there like, yeah, no, you can't do this. You can't do this. All right, fine. I'm not going to talk to you. You're not cool. You're not a positive influence. What benefit am I getting from hanging out with someone or talking to someone who's always trying to put me down? No, that's, yeah. that's not going to fly. Right. That being said, I'm very lucky. My, my family's very supportive of what, what, I, of what we're doing. Um, so I don't have to have that conversation often. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, it is yeah. something that I think anyone who does anything in the startup realm or does something kind of um, like not mainstream, yeah. you're going to run into that issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think that's a, I mean, that's such a good point, though, you brought up. Though. I mean, um, you know, if, if you're just going against the grain of society, you know, it's you're, you're going to get this this this, this pushback mm-hmm. sort of, you know what I mean? I mean, you're trying to stand. I mean, everyone wants you to be successful, but not necessarily more successful than them. You know what I mean? And it's not like meant to be, you know, like a pessimist or like a negative thing to say, but it, it's true. I mean, some people say, oh, Justin, I'm going to support you all the way, but what are you doing to support me, though? I support you. Cool. What are you doing to support me, though? <laughs> are you, you know, are you pushing me, making me better? Are you, you know, helping fund my business? Like, what? 
what are you doing? Like, I'm going to support you. It's like that tweet you know? Kanye said not yes. too long ago where it was like, I don't want you in my life if you can't answer my phone at 3, 3 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> Preach. Preach. <laughs> Just tweeted that last night. And yeah. It was yeah, like, it was like the subtweet of subtweets. I was like, yes. I wonder who he was trying to call at 3 a.m. That's that what I really want. That. I know. <laughs> yeah, you said, call me, Yama. So. <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> Yeah, like call me at three AM. I'm answering. Hell yeah! Like, what's up, Kanye? What's up, Yee? Like, I feel like, like, I feel like that tweet needs to be like printed and framed and like just placed above totally every single. I'll put it in my wallet. (laughs) Right? Yeah. No, but there's yeah, there's there's definitely some you know the supportive people in your life. I mean, it's all about I think uh, you know to Matt's point, kind of surrounding yourself around the people who actually really care about you and support. Yeah, and that's really good advice too, just in general. Oh, without just having having a good support system. Yeah, and try to keep the negativity out. I mean, obviously you're gonna come up with negativity, and you should be prepared for that. Uh, And also don't, but you know, having that homegrown um, support system is something that I think Mm -hmm. that. Not just in business, but in life. Yeah, I mean, there's a Definitely. quote that I like. It's, um, uh, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, you, you hang out with people, you know, your mannerisms and your, your, you know, how you just live your life. Your, mm-hmm. We were talking about earlier today, how yeah. you just hang out with people that are smarter than you. Well, and you yeah. can learn from and, you know, you just want to... Build yourself up. You don't want to. You don't want to be the superior one out of the bunch. You don't want to be the smartest one in the bunch. You don't want to hang around a bunch of dummies. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like rub off on you, right? Because you're like, oh shit, I. That's not a word. Like things like that. Saying things are like not words. Like no, that doesn't work. Saying shit like tooken, like things like that. (laughs) I seen. Right. Yorn. Shit like that. Right. 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 (laughs) Like your own. Like that's not a contraction, bro. Sorry. Nope. Shit like that. What? Yeah. Yorn. No, I support. I support yorn. My dad stop, says that stop. shit though. I'm okay with you. No, but my dad says like your own. I'm like no, no. No, I'm gonna say you. I've never heard that. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I love it. I haven't either. So yeah. honestly, like y'all got me fired up. I think you got fired. Yeah, up I'm a little fired. Bit, I'm a little fired. So like for people who are like Flame. trying to figure out, like all right, like I kind of want to like maybe do my own thing too. Like, do you have some like do's or don'ts like from learning about like building a business or the, any type of that like the at this early stage of the game because you're, yeah. you're, you're still four months in and i'm sure yeah, right. you've learned a mm-hmm. shit ton of stuff no, so far yeah. so i mean honestly i'm just gonna be taking notes too so yeah hope you don't mind me right? yeah no absolutely <laughs> do's do it <laughs> right i mean say, to be simple, yes, that's, yes. that's actually real shit. Right. no Seriously, no but on the realist that yeah. being said weigh your options figure it out first plan a little bit and then do it yeah i mean um, find out if what your idea is actually going to solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ask around a lot of it, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of it. I just said a lot of it. <laughs> we just I, talked isn't about it. Isn't that hilarious. Uh, it's okay. Ask a lot of it. Okay. I support a lot of it. So I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go read words. Oh no! It's that, cool, dude. English. That's great. Um, wow. Okay. Well. Um, yeah, no, uh, ask around, see if, you know, what you're doing is, is, is needed. Um, don't, and don't here is, uh, don't listen to people who tell you can't do things, Totally. you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, just don't soak that information in, just let it bounce off you. It's not relevant. I mean, mm-hmm. If it's not going to push you forward, then it's going to pull you back. You know what I mean? There's no sure. neutral. If you're not yep. moving forward, you're not standing still. There's no such thing as standing still. You know, it's you move forward or you move backwards, one or the other. If you don't use it, you lose it. It's the same type of thing. Mm-hmm. Always move forward. Um, if you're not surrounding yourself around people that are going to move you forward, teach you something new, connect you to somebody, um, be a resource for you, just put you, you know, put you in a positive mindset, you yep. know, then that's, it. it's not, you know, 
always do things that create some sort of positivity or push you forward, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's okay yeah. to drop but them off the team. And yeah. then... You're a second string now, sorry. Right? Oh, burn. <laughs> oh, say, another I, don't. Don't don't hire somebody because they're a friend. You know what I mean? You can hire Ooh, that's friends. so yeah. real. That's yeah. so real. Yeah, I've, had, I've uh, done that before. Yeah, I've, had a, I've yeah. had a fire friends and it's not fun. And, it's you know, awful. You, then you invite them to the barbecue and they don't come. You know, it's like, well, I don't want you to take it personally. It's business. But like you yeah, suck, yeah. right? <laughs> that's that's valid. You're not doing your Such job. Really you know? I think Fam. Matt's the last friend that I would bring onto the team. I mean, he happened to be there and have the skills that I really needed. It's like, okay, okay, cool. I'm not hiring you because you're a friend. I'm hiring you because you are the real deal. You need yeah. this position on its merits, not just yeah. because of the connection you got. Hundred yeah. yeah. percent. That's valid. Very yeah. valid. And and then the other thing is realize you're gonna fuck up all the time. It's okay <laughs> it's, to make mistakes. mistakes. Honestly, like you walk into it and you're just like, all right, I'm a smart person. I'll do this. We got this. And then you're you're walking around and you're just like, I have now I have no idea what the fuck. Like, I have, you paint yourself into a corner. We're chicken with our heads cut off. Like, oh, all right, we're no. supposed to be doing this. And I mean, we do have good direction and we do know yeah. what we're doing. Yeah, but. We realize that there are mistakes that are yeah. going to happen. Well, and yeah, that have Anytime happened. And we mess up happen. all the time, and it's important Embracing to understand. The mistakes, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. important to understand that those are gonna happen. You're gonna have those setbacks, but you gotta realize that setbacks don't end the deal. You all can the time. you can recuperate from a setback right. so long as you learn from it and realize that you're making a mistake right. and uh, don't do it again that's really good and don't repeat because <laughs> that's, really that's key right. you know, that's why i'm making mistakes and doing that shit again like you can't you can't I think, hey, hey this is hurting us let's do it again <laughs> yeah. not not good advice yeah. no but you know to that point i think that's a i think that's probably the most important one i think um i think people everyone i won't say everyone but, but most people have good ideas about things but they're afraid of messing up yeah you know they're afraid of failure. rejection yeah and yep. the thing is like um, there, for me, I think there's two kinds of failure, right? There's a failure that messing up, you know, you break something, um, you know, anything. We, we fail all the time. People are afraid of the kind of failure. That's that, there's that kind of failure. But the fact is, I think once people realize that failure, that type of failure is inevitable, you're going to people do, trying to do more real cool things. Like, oh, cool, everyone's messing up. Oh, it's not just me. I don't suck. Okay, cool. Well, I'm not the only one that sucks. All right, cool. Everyone sucks a little bit. Got it. Cool. Yeah. I can relate, you know. And then the other kind of failure is quitting on yourself. I think, yeah. and for me, that's failure. You know, totally. if I just say, "Hey, this is too hard," I'm gonna just, I'm just gonna get a job. And there's nothing wrong with getting a job. There's nothing no. wrong with being, empl- you know, being an employee. There's, it's, everyone's got their own path. That's not my path, though. It's not Matt's path. You know, our path is to create something cool. And I think quitting, I think, is the ultimate failure. You know? Yeah. Oh man, getting all my warm, fuzzy feelings of an entrepreneurship. <laughs> <laughs> do your own, guys. Mm-hmm. Do your own. Mm-hmm. Oh man, do yourn. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I spat up my liquor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I think that's a show title right there. Wow. Dior. <laughs> Dior. Oh, Before we you make all of job. our English professors who are listening to us cringe, <laughs> where can we find y'all on the great internet? Uh, you can find back. So you, Twitter's our Twitter's on backspace. Backspace is on Twitter. We have a backspace account. Um, Twitter handle is uh what is it? Ed Backspace app. Almost forgot. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's he's in charge of everything. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> I got auto login, so I don't type yeah. it in a lot. You know, it's at Backspace app. Um, on Instagram, it's at Backspace underscore app. And I hate that I couldn't get the same one because someone, you know, and that, that is a true struggle. Oh my it god, is. Yeah. the that struggle is a story. Struggle. No, then Facebook is Facebook uh, Facebook.com forward slash Backspace app. 
Um, you can find me. Uh, my my Twitter is Romano underscore Justin. So R O M is in Mary A and is in Nancy O underscore Justin. And then Matt, you're. Yep. Uh, yeah. My Twitter is at Travel Techie Matt. It's, it's Techie T E C H Y. I like to travel and I like technology. <laughs> I definitely simple. thought it was a Star Wars thing, <laughs> Star Trek thing. So I'm like. Oh, Trekkie. I like Trekkie. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, I never even that's thought like of that. That's like the rawest Twitter handle I've heard. That's pretty great, <laughs> though. Appreciate it. It just reminds me of like, just such old school Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Travel Techie. Trying it's long, creative. too. I got the longest one possible, I think. Nice. That's like so, literally almost characters. Which is obviously, like, obviously not beneficial, but you know, I work with whatever. it. Whatever. That's what we're Twitter is for. Oh, man. So, this section of the podcast is called Open Mic. Um, if you're listeners who haven't heard of this before, it is when we have our guests and ourselves do many thought debates on a topic we just talked about. So, um, I believe the first one is me. Yes, it is. Versus Justin and Matt. And we're going to talk about something relating to their app, Backspace. Um, the conversation is going to be about photo versus video. What What is the best platform or what is their favorite medium as far as communication goes into the interwebs all right so two minutes on the clock starts now okay so we're we're can bring in video or a photo i i'd say video right i agree sometimes i'm I, a photo I, girl hardcore yeah. photo all the way yeah i i don't know the thing about video for me is just like ugh you can't really um, do more of the gradients or like in the editing because I'm a huge like I like editing sure. photos and mm-hmm. filters I use a lot of filters and doing all that stuff you know like Visco and all those other apps that you can like actually edit the the medium but with video I don't know like the sounds not always great and then sometimes it's blurry and it's not as great as you can do it with the um, with the photo so I don't know I I, if, I rarely post videos even on like Instagram Let me rarely ask post this. it so you said uh, photo or video is a matter of is a, is a uh, method of communication right? yeah cool um, honest answer do you need to edit a photo too much to communicate with it uh, oh getting technical yeah I guess I guess maybe for me I like the I like the idea of just making it the way I want it to look and it's a form of like artistic expression when i do certain filters and now i know that i don't necessarily create the filter but i try to like you know put different editing on it with like saturation or sharpening or any kind of like um filters in that regard but um i don't know with video because like i never really got onto the whole vine thing or any of that i mean i appreciate those apps and i looked at it a couple times but i've never like actually produced any of that stuff or any kind of other video apps that are out there i never really became of I'm active participant in that conversation. So for me, I always lean to more applications like Instagram, like Snapchat. And I barely use Snapchat. Like I don't use Snapchat for videos much. I use it just for pictures. So yeah, it's just those kind of um, elements. So yeah. what about you? All right. No, for me, I mean, honestly, I think it's just way easier to get a message across via video. I can literally tell you exactly what I'm thinking. Um, it's a lot easier to get it in context versus a photo and drawing your own picture around it, I think. Yeah. Videos are funnier. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer videos too. Oh, oh well, that's fine. <laughs> cool. So Timer's up. Yeah, next one is James versus Backspace, and they're gonna be talking about should designers learn how to code. Ooh, yeah, this is dicey. All right, let's do this. Hot topic. Let's, let's hear your hot takes. Yes, 
Should design <laughs> yes, hundred percent. But they shouldn't learn a ton of coding. Yeah, they're I not was, gonna I spend was, their they're not gonna ooh. spend their time actually developing, so they don't need to get the, into the nitty gritty. But they need to know what's possible for a developer to actually code. Yeah, that's what I was gonna and say. And if you don't was, know how to do that, then you guys are gonna butt heads. Yeah, I was gonna say do it like a, a very very basic understanding. It's like how much goes into putting the shadow behind this this icon. But I mean, I think even I think design I think you know developers should learn how to design. That's just me though. But um, <laughs> no, we oh, yeah. no, we we got your mockups for that. Yeah. <laughs> got my mockups for that. But I'm gonna take like a, a strange like ah, oh, it's such a difficult thing because like I love to code, um, and I also love to design, and I definitely think like if I had to give like big advice to designers, it would be to I think as you said, Matt, like have an understanding of what is possible in code. You know, don't make something that's just a complete like beautiful, beautiful object on Dribble but like is like completely technically not possible and like you're gonna make your developers job a living hell however i don't think like designers should not code at all like if you want to learn javascript you want to learn swift go the fuck for it like there's so many different ways to go about it but i definitely like i don't agree with the whole binary of developers like no designers stay out of our code and <laughs> and, de- oh. and designers like developers get out of like sketch you no, know like no if you're good at developing yeah hop in the code all you want <laughs> yeah i mean i think that's if, if you just have that basic understanding and you're going into something complex stay away <laughs> yeah no there's definitely gonna be overlappage for sure and there should be i think yeah you know, there should be that common ground and last but certainly not least it's gonna be open-ended versus backspace Oh, shit. Yeah, and we're put three minutes on the clock here Mm -hmm. right now, and what are we debating about? Lifestyle business versus startup. Ooh. Ooh. All right. So, and I think we have a lot of opposing opinions here Mm -hmm. because I have, like, completely different thoughts. So, let's start now. I'm on the startup team. I know. I think I might be the only person in the room who actually likes startups or the idea of a startup because, like, everybody's giving me like, this look like, what <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? Well, I want to hear about it. Come on. Um, I like innovation, I think, and I feel like with lifestyle blogs, there really isn't room for that just because you're already kind of gearing towards a, um, a lack of a better term, lifestyle that already is present with 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 um with um startups i don't know you're trying to fill a void but you're also trying to continue on and fill another void and fill another void and fill another void and fill another void when you have like lifestyle it's just like yeah we're placating to what's already existing and trying to make that better mm-hmm. so i don't know let's start up i would let's help i think and i think the only reason why i'm more into startups is because lifestyle is so saturated already it's so there's so many fucking lifestyle companies like it's insane and with startup with startups there are a lot of startups obviously too but there's a little more wiggle room to innovate i feel like in a in a startup as opposed to a lifestyle but again this is coming from somebody who is not into any of those things this is just from a third-party perspective and what i've seen and what i've read and what i've heard I mean, you technically you're probably one right now. Right? I mean, I am, but like, I am, but like, not in a way that like. I mean, I'm I'm not developing it. I'm not coding anything. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty much just at a mic and like producing. Like, this is my product. This is my voice. This like, is that's, a, this I think, is a right? business. And that is it. <laughs> I is, but I mean, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. What do y'all think? No, I think you. I mean, 
for me, I mean, we're we're the we're the managers of a startup, so I mean, I mean, there's that part where I kind of have to also lean towards startup. But to one of your points, so I think, um, you know, there's definitely you know, startups are there's there's definitely a lot. I think I think there's definitely a lot of room for innovation in in lifestyle businesses too, though. Um, I mean. You know, I think arguably innovation it can be a relative term. Um, yeah. For me, innovation means move something, move something forward, right? And, and you know, progressing something. But what what is progressing though? I mean, for me, it, I guess you can say like if I, we'll say I host a, a lifestyle blog talking about food, right? Right. And I, I am really interested in, in Asian Mexican fusion cuisine. I'm making this up on the spot, but for me, I maybe I'm innovating, quote unquote, here um, by coming up with these bomb ass recipes that no one have ever heard of. But like, I'm really changing the food scene. Maybe there's no other Mexican Asian fusion cuisines. There. I mean, to me, since I'm really in the food, that's innovation, right? Um, so I mean, I think there's innovation in both areas, though. Sure, and yeah. I think that's what I was getting at too. Is that like with lifestyle, it's just it's innovation, but not necessarily. Branching out past that particular mindset, it's right. within that realm. As opposed sure. to a startup, you can branch out to something completely different, yeah. and it can start up with something small and oh, turn sure. into something bigger. So I don't know. That's my that's my hot take, <laughs> if that was any. But I don't know. hey, sure. Hey, you know what time it is? Uh, I think so. I think so too. But you know, it's three forty-nine p.m. On a Sunday, awesome. Central Daylight Time. But <laughs> at that time, you know what time it is, though. It is open call time. Open call, call time. Open call time. It's open call time. Open call. Open call. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. <laughs> Do the forties over here? Yeah. So, <laughs> for people who have no idea who Open Call is, because I, you know, we've, we've gotten a lot of new listeners lately. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for the about for that. the live show. Yeah. Thank so, you again for tuning in for that. So, Open Call is where we pretty much say what we're digging this week. Mm-hmm. Um, literally anything possible in the entire. It could be world. a concept. It can be an inanimate object. Yes, it can be. A, it can be a smell. It can be anything. <laughs> or so we always start off with our guest. So, Justin, what are you digging this week? Well. I'm a big Star Wars fan. Hey, hi, it's James here. Just letting you know that there are about to be some really integral Star Wars spoilers right ahead after this break. If you haven't seen Star Wars already, you should probably skip ahead about five minutes. So this is your warning. And the Star Wars movie came out like go yes i only saw it once but i i want to go see it again yes because that is my ship yes. yeah i saw it and, once and i definitely uh, want to come back and see it well i'm yes. saying it's very controversial because everyone's got their own well i'm a old, old original trilogy fan or a prequel trilogy fan yeah you know, are there sucks. prequel trilogy fans well, like I mean, are there <laughs> all right, like, all right. There let, me, let me let me let me oh yeah i will say this though the prequel trilogy there could have been a ton of things done differently i mean there's, I mean, who, 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 who Jar Jar Binks, like that, that didn't need to exist. But yeah. I mean, but, we, can, we can go on a whole episode about. I'm about the, to say, oh, I don't even feel like doubt. throwing in. So the let's not go horn. down that wormhole, <laughs> right? But 
But I mean, overall, I thought it was great. I mean, I I really enjoyed the Force Awakens. I mean, there's, so good. There's I, a lot of things. I mean, you know, is Finn a Jedi? Is he not a Jedi? Is he just holding a lightsaber? Did he ever use the Force? I don't think he did. But he's fighting. Is that people. a spoiler? Yeah, I. De- oh. Oh, oh man, I'm, 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 I'm gonna have to that, beep all that. Uh, that and, and post. That, that <laughs> movie's a month that. old. I didn't think right. <laughs> I think you're good. Yeah, anyone's using this. People are listening to this podcast. It made a billion. Is it on Blu-ray yet? It's gonna be on Blu-ray. It made a billion dollars. Okay, like they're doing okay. Yeah, but I know it's fine. I think anybody who wants to see it has seen it already. It's probably on Blu-ray already. It's fine. Oh man, yeah, I guess in China at least. Right, right, right. Pirate Bay. What? No, I mean, I thought it was great. I mean, I think it did a good job, kind of like really, you know. It made it look good for the kids. Yeah, and I think it's also too fans and in our generation. And the thing is, someone who has never seen the show, the the, the originals, could go into it with an open mind and see it and like enjoy the show without having you know backstory. As long as you know what like a Star Wars is, what a lightsaber is, that's basically only basic knowledge you need to go into. Yeah, and if that barely like they explain all that shit. Yeah, and it's just really it's a nice introductory to this world without a doubt. And I think they get to your point. They did a great job. I think of like reintroducing the old characters mm-hmm. like Han Solo. I mean, those guys, they, they, they really oh, we're definitely got to put the spoiler you know, Yeah, this. right. And it was phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. and I think when JJ, you know, for JJ Abrams, like for the, you know, the actual visual aspect and, and, yeah. and the, uh, the sound of the audio, like there's so much more weight to everything. And oh, I think yeah. there's so much more oh, yeah. bass in the sound of the lightsabers and the blasters totally. and like everything. And you hear it so looks like real, when it hits know? like snow. Yeah. yeah. I was really geeked about that. Oh so God, I remember that one was, scene. I remember one scene when the X Oh, it wasn't that dope. It was so great. One thing I will say, though, I never heard it outside before. (laughs) And one thing I saw, I noticed that Star Wars had never done, but they had blood. Like you never, the blood has never yeah. been in Star Wars. Like, you were getting your hands right. cut off, and no one bleeds though. Yeah, like I, I could cauterize the room, but like you know, they had blood in like opening scene, you know, and a Kylo yeah. Ren got shot in the side by. a by Yeah, I a saw that. Person. I was like, oh and shit, he's dripping blood it's and something dark. Like, there's, there's blood in Star yeah. Wars. This is a, that's like a new. That's like you don't see that. No, you, you don't. Know? And 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 you know, once Disney takes over, it's like oh, well, Disney get turned though with the blood. Okay, <laughs> no, I thought they absolutely killed it. I mean, it just seemed it just seemed a lot more. I think. "Quote unquote real" than any other Star Wars. Absolutely, I mean, you know every, all the other Star Wars movies, especially especially prequel trilogies, they seem so um, like light and, and, and weightless. And it was things. so saccharine. I was just like, yeah. And that whole garbage about that love story, I don't care about. Yeah, well, again, they, we can go into that yeah. all like a whole episode <laughs> in that. I feel like, but yeah. Yeah, Star no, Wars, that was man. My, that was my shit. I'm, I, I'm gonna go see it. Again. Cosine. I feel like we found the two Star Wars people. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's dope. I love Star Wars, but <laughs> no. I'm not like as big as like share those. So. <laughs> so, no, okay. I loved it. I mean, I nah, know. it was good. It was yeah, entertaining. Yeah. It's, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. I, it was cool. I see. There it was, a, there was a, as much. There was a war in the stars. I mean, there were things. I'll see it on cable. To your point, it was day, He said there's one scene where these giant, um, there's giant things with tentacles, like pulling people and yeah. Things. That but was okay, fun. actually, actually, that was you go back. Scary. Yeah, there was one. Point, Dude, I was, was so scared. One of the guy who didn't get eaten by the thing too, though. So Finn was not the only one. To your point from the other day, that has nothing to do with anything. He probably shouldn't be recording, but that's cool. We'll probably we'll edit that out. All right. So Matt, what about you? What is your open? call this week this week i'm stoked about two things one is they i forget who it was some scientists somewhere created shocks like for your car or bike but for your knees 
Wait, what? And, what? Yeah, I, dead serious. There's, there. Obviously, it's not like for the public. You can't just stroll in somewhere and be like, "Yo, hook me up with those shocks." Can we get them knee shocks? But it's literally they're coming up with knee shocks, or they're researching it. They've made a lot of break, breakthroughs this week where they can basically install shock absorbers into your knee, oh my God. so that. You can postpone knee surgery. Does that like increase your vert? Like, I have, I have in? no idea. <laughs> what kind of I'm torque just, does it get? Right, I'm stoked because I know, I know, I'm gonna need new knees at some point. Yo, and imagine like getting like a tune-up to your knees. Right? Though. How awesome would that be? Where to get like you know like six hundred dollars? So. I just want yeah, them to look man. like those like I'm old be Nike, so fast. those like yep. Nike shocks from the nineties, which oh like, <laughs> for like but, for your knees. Yeah, yes. and, and, dude. Yeah, fifty years, I'm gonna be. Bionic man. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. Replace I'm, everything. I'm good. I'm totally okay. I want right everything now. fake. Right, right, right. <laughs> that's awesome. What's your other one? The other one is Codename Kids Next Door. The comic from back, like. That was on Cartoon Network, bro. Yeah. Ooh, forever ago. Yeah. I saw a post on it online and it just brought back memories. So I started watching a few episodes. Aww. And it was awesome. I love when that happened. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. Oh Remember, it got uh, me a little sad though because I saw it and it was just it was just uh, codename Kids Next Doors. It's this little kid looking at a treehouse and it's the coolest thing he's ever seen. And then ten years later, he's looking at it. It's just this rundown ass fort, and I was just no. like, "Damn, that's like Don that's Draper us. time like, shit." All our all our imagination's gone. You don't oh. see me sword fighting in the snow oh, anymore. Yeah. Got me sad. Uh, I got me my feels a little bit. So much. Right. Yeah. So I had to watch Holy that. And, it was and the animation on it was so good. Like the style. Solid. Remember, remember Samurai Jack? Yeah, that was my shit. Yeah. That was Samurai my shit. Jack was the shit. Yeah, I heard they're bringing back uh, another season though. I heard that, that too. I don't yeah. know if it's legit though. I don't know, man. I love that one though. I love <laughs> yeah, I heard that show. was just a rumor, so I wasn't too sure about that. Yeah, I don't play know. My mind I don't like know. that. Don't play with my feelings. Yeah, you just don't do that. <laughs> my emotions. You just don't do that, to people. <laughs> oh man, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm next. Mm-hmm. Um, so my shout out is definitely the new Kanye that came out. Like, what was that uh, Friday? Real dope. friends, oh, it's God. real, yeah, man. Dope. So like, I am legit like the biggest Kanye stan. I'm not even like mad at admitting that. <laughs> and like, I heard facts, and like, facts was dope. You know, it was like mm-hmm. some, it was like some trap shit. It was like it was it was cool. It was cool. But like, real friends came out, and like, I was like throwing back to pre college dropout Kanye. Like, yes, mixtapes, oh, Kanye, yeah, mixtapes. Yeah, yeah. Like Kanye was, Kanye. was is my deal. favorite Kanye. Yeah, like mixtape Kanye. Deal. Like remember, like standing by my 56k modem and Kazaa yes. downloading his <laughs> LimeWire. What yeah, up, yeah, LimeWire? <laughs> his his six-track demo wow. Kanye. Yes. And I was like, damn Kanye. And then the I loved the wire. Yeah. And then I loved Ty Dolla Sign. So like them both on the same track together, and then like the bonus track at the end with Kendrick. Oh man, like it's gonna be lit. I'm so excited. Man, yeah. It was February eleventh, so man. February eleventh is yeah, gonna be a if, day. If it was a record, I would have like shut down like SoundCloud. Like there would have been so many scratches in it because I listened to it so much. But <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, James. <laughs> I really love that song. So oh, yeah, man. Real Friends is so good. What about you, Cher? Oh, okay, my shout out this week is for a buddy of mine that I saw last night at Empty Bottle. His name is Tunde Aurelian, and he is the dopest. You guys don't, you, if you don't know him, y'all gonna learn today. Y'all gotta learn. <laughs> y'all gotta learn today. He is a performer. He's Nigerian American. He's out of Detroit. Well, technically Flint, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And um, he, oh man, he has, has like, all these personalities on his album. He sings like he has a he has a range like for soprano range like it's insane oh, wow. but also he like raps and he has like it's like elements of trap with like bounce music like if you're into like That's Big like Frida if you're into like Big Frida or you're into like you know uh, Gold Link 
or Shamir. Like he's Ooh, all those people. Shamir, yeah. He's all those people into one. Oh, wow. And he can dance. He has these incredible costumes. Like he he wore a white dress last night. I was like, I want that to be my wedding dress. Like <laughs> <laughs> I think I think like, I found it. I think I found my wedding dress. So and <laughs> and like when I first saw him, he opened up for Yon Fathers back in May and we decided like we had like we saw each other. It's so like I think we're friends. Like mm-hmm. I saw you, you saw me. We're friends now, and we got a thing going. It's fine. Yeah, like yeah. We're, we're buddies in my brain, and like we talked about the show. We like exchanged Twitter information. We like we gotta get him on the cast. Oh, I yeah. I really want I want I wanted that to happen honestly, and maybe after he hears this, maybe he'll figure out a way to come back here and hey, we can day. make this two hey. day. Hey boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the thing is, like his music is so great. He has this one song called Brown Boy, and it's about self-love and just figuring out, like, um, and, and accepting his blackness and whatever shape and form it is. And it's just, it's wonderful. But my favorite song of his is off his first EP, and it's called The Internet. And he his description of it is, shout out to all people who, like, look at their SoundCloud pages and read those plays. <laughs> and it's so good. Like, the chorus is like, four, five plays on the internet uh. five six <laughs> plays on the internet we on the internet and it's like yeah. yes because yeah. as a real person who like has shit on like a website and looking at those counts and the statistics it's like yes people are listening yes. to my shit and it gets in my feels and i was like people are listening to me i'm not talking to the black void mm-hmm. people are like into it it's real so it's yeah real. it's just it gives me my feels he's amazing he has these backup dancers oh god damn it he's just so good <laughs> and like just look him out on YouTube, check him out on SoundCloud, just support this dude because he deserves all of it. Right, right. So yeah, Tunde, love you. And he is my open call for this week. That's dope. We did it, Sherry. We fucking did it, James. We did it again. We've been doing again. it for like a while now. And yeah, it's man. and it's so kind of crazy. Like this is number 36 episode. 36. Like we're we're like getting over the hill a little bit. We're almost over the hill. Shit. Yo, what did 36-year-old people do? I don't know. Have, like, do y'all know what 36-year-old people do? Have like 401k plans and shit? Yeah. Is that what you do at 36? <laughs> have like a fidelity agent and like try to like, yeah. like hmm, should I have like an RA now too? Like, no. Yo, yo. Uh, I feel like at 30. buy that minivan. <laughs> no, you don't. Yes, no, like, lease that minivan because you want to also that. eventually have that like Chevrolet, you know, hoopty right. at no, one point. Yo, I feel like at 36 is when like your bank account should look like those bank accounts that are in the commercials. Of yes, bank the snapshots. <laughs> yeah, with the snaps, like, those screenshots are like thousand yeah, dollars in that bank, yo. Yeah, like, you like ha- yeah, like those commercials, like the people in the banks, they have like accounts that are just like a couple hundred thousand. I'm like, who casually has a hundred thousand? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna pay fifty dollars for the walking his dog. But anyway. That's, that's hilarious. But yes, yeah, thirty six. So that's that's yeah, that's the age, right? Yeah. You figure like I I've got like you know my shit kind of together, or at least live on my own. So yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a baseline of what you should be at, at like thirty six. I feel like. <laughs> so for all of our thirty six year old listeners, we want to give a special shout out to the Chicago Podcast Cooperative for hooking up our sponsorship with Field Notes mm-hmm. and letting us be a part of the network. And we have our special Chicago Podcast co-op shout out for this week. And it is More New Friends. Share. can you tell me about More New Friends, please? More New Friends. Each week, Pat invites new and old friends into a studio where anything can happen. Former guests includes murderers, ghosts, milkmen, centaurs, and that nice fellow who lives down the street. That is More New Friends here at the Chicago Podcast co-op. I wonder... Oh, sorry. I know. I I just... I really want to go in there and see a centaur. Like... Yeah. 
I just want to know if this milkman is like actual McMahon or just like a euphemism. Where like slide into those DMs, <laughs> milkman. Like, uh, you look like the milkman, kid. Like, <laughs> yes. So we want to give a special shout out to Cards Against Humanity for letting us borrow their space. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week's script has been written by Cher and myself. And who did the music? U plus one F six zero C, which is the Unicode for the smiley slash relieved emoji and is uh james's side project musical side project yeah so after you enjoy this episode do us a favor please and hop on to itunes just hop on your ios device mm-hmm. or if you don't have an ios device hop on like a computer or something of the like and give us a five-star rating and leave a comment i mean that's how people get to know that the show is rad if it's on wednesday do it then because that's the best time to rate that's mm-hmm. when we get higher in the charts yeah if you use overcast you should recommend us hit that little star and let people know that this show is great we're also on stitcher i totally forgot we're on stitcher yeah yeah it's one of those things like oh yeah that's the thing that exists. oh yeah stitcher so yeah find us on stitcher if you like using stitcher and if you got some extra money in your pockets you should definitely donate to us please donate to us become a member yes so as we say at the end of every single week keep things open-ended